We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Charles Barkley has never been afraid to share strong opinions, and he had a strong message for Lamar Jackson, telling number eight that he's, quote, playing with fire and he's going to get burnt. Yeah, and on the heels of that warning, we look at a potential way to mesh Lamar's reported offer from the Ravens with the new deal that Jalen Hurts just received from the Eagles. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Thursday, April 20th. And this is your morning Ravens update from inside the vault, powered by today's title sponsor, Tanner Mashburn. So the latest report from former NFL player Adam Pacman Jones further emphasizes the possibility of the Ravens and DeAndre Hopkins coming together this offseason. Plus, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson stopped by Ravens team headquarters Wednesday for a top 30 visit. We dissect what type of fallout there would be in Baltimore if the Ravens actually used our first-round pick on a quarterback. Yeah, we have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with a morning vault where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. So, Sarah, as we know, it seems that everyone has an opinion on Lamar Jackson these days, and that does include Sir Charles Barkley himself, the NBA Hall of Famer turned TNT basketball analyst certainly didn't hold back when asked his opinion of what's taking place in Baltimore. Yeah, Bobby Barkley was a guest on the Cleveland area podcast called The Real Big Show with Tony Rizzo and Aaron Goldhammer. And the two hosts, well, they were honest with their agenda when they asked Sir Charles about Lamar. Charles, we're trying to get Lamar out of the division. If he called you and asked you for advice like the Live guys did, what would you say? Lamar, you you playing with fire, brother. You're playing, you're going to get burnt. These dudes, they're all billionaires. They're not going to let you screw up their business model. You got to take the best deal. They're not going to. See, and it's not even about Lamar. Because like, I know what they're saying behind the scenes. They're like, yo, man, if you get this guy guaranteed money, I'm going to have to get Herbert guaranteed money. I'm going to have to get Burrow guaranteed money. Sure. I'd have to do J- Jalen Hurts. We can't give all these guys guaranteed money. So I know what that's what they're doing behind closed doors. So L- Lamar need to get together this team and say, oh, the one thing about the NFL, they're so powerful. You know how powerful the NFL is? 
They got us watching a bunch of nobody's playing football right now. We got two different leagues going on. So Barkley is obviously implying that owners are colluding against Lamar. Now, other people might argue that the 31 other NFL owners just aren't as bad of businessmen as the Browns owners, and therefore they're not taking their lead. But however you view it, it does seem like the $230 million in fully guaranteed money that Josina Anderson told us that Lamar is seeking, it seems like that number is getting further and further away from him because since the Ravens offered the reported contract in September, there's been 10 quarterback deals given out, including three high-end deals, and nobody has come close to the fully guaranteed money that even Lamar himself got, not even to speak of Deshaun Watson. All right, and now that we have multiple reporters from different networks confirming this September offer from Ravens to Lamar, I'm talking Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen from ESPN. Then you've got Ian Rappaport and Tom Pellicero from NFL Network. And now Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. They all are giving the same numbers. So it's getting clearer and clearer that this September contract and the numbers that they, we've been given, they are indeed solid. Here's Florio. Since the Deshaun Watson contract from last year, we've now got three high-end quarterback contracts. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and now Jalen Hurts. And none of them are fully guaranteed at signing. That ship has sailed. With each passing deal that is done by a high-end quarterback that isn't even remotely close to fully guaranteed, the Deshaun Watson deal was the aberration. It's not happening. So, Sarah, do you agree with what Mike's getting at here? Like, has the ship truly sailed for Lamar to get that $230 million number and fully guaranteed? Bobby, I am very, very close to being there with, with Mike Florio. Uh, not all the way there yet, but if the ship hasn't sailed, it is warming up its engines, everyone is on board, and it's getting ready to leave the dock for this offseason. Now, Bobby, as you know, we've debated this before this entire time. I have had zero problems with Lamar waiting this thing out and trying to get Watson-type money. And if he's waited this long, I can see why he might want to wait at least a little bit longer to see what happens with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, maybe some deals that they could get in the next few months. And he also may want to wait until after the draft and until the deadline to get a, a long-term deal, which is July 17th. So that is the true setting sail date, if you will, for me this offseason. And of course, after this offseason, Lamar could wait out these franchise tags and try the open market again in one or two years. But this offseason, it's getting awfully close that, you know, the ship is sailed on $230 million fully guaranteed. So looking at this from the Ravens side right now, do you think that they consider putting together another offer now that Jalen Hurts' deal is this latest update that's out there, right? Like, Eric DaCosta has been clear from the jump that he does not want to give up on trying for an extension. Yeah, I mean, exactly right. I mean, it's reported that the Ravens have offered several different types of deals. And if I were EDC, I would do another offer, just as you're saying, based off of what Hurts was just given. But to be more specific, I'll, I'll play this, this uh, quote here from Florio and Chris Sims. I agree with them that, what the Ravens should do and what Lamar should do is try to mesh together the best part of Lamar's offer 
with the best parts of Jalen's deal. There's a way to take the Hurts deal and the offer from last year and mash it together and turn it into an acceptable contract. There's a way to do it if Lamar Jackson would hire an agent right now. Or get Odell Beckham Jr. to be his agent. (laughs) And, 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 you know, we we joked about it last week, and there was something during the press conference on Thursday that made me think, maybe there is something to this. But maybe OBJ is the guy who could, with the help of his own agent, because it's in Beckham's interest to have Lamar Jackson there. Oh, definitely. With the help of his own agent, cobble together a package and make the case to the Ravens and to Jackson as to why this is what they should do. Oh, I would love that. You know, I really, I would. Again, you know, we, we want Lamar to get paid, right? We do. And I guess one way to, to do this if you're Lamar right now, because you've made the $23.5 million that you were due to make in your option year, you offered me a five-year extension. Let's just do the five-year contract now that you offered with all the other guarantees in place. Give me the 133 for year one. Give me the 168 that vests by next year. Give me 50 million a year. Five years, 250. Let's bump it up a little bit. Let's throw a little on the back end to make it a $52 million per year right, deal. Right. We know that happens. There's a little hocus pocus yeah. on the back end that drives the average up. And that's one of the reasons why I'm very curious about this Jalen Hurts deal. Because yeah, because there's some rumors percolating, right? numbers. Right. It, it, it could be there's some, there's a little, there's a little fat that's been dumped onto the back end right. to drive up the APY and allow him and his representatives to take a victory lap that they got the best contract in league history right. when you and that's why I want to wait to to dig into the details and see what's really there but there's things you can do to get Lamar to 52 that really don't affect the Ravens there's ways you can do it but I don't think it would be all that difficult when you take the Jalen Hurts deal you take the Lamar Jackson offer from last year I'd like to think that any agent any responsible reasonably intelligent agent could sit down with Eric DaCosta and work out a deal that Lamar Jackson should take. Even if it's less than what he wants, back to the $50,000 for his car, no one's going to offer you that. So at some point you got to say yes to some other offer or you're never going to sell that car. This may be his best chance. Now, honestly, in my view, Lamar and EDC could work that out together without an agent, but it still would require Lamar to compromise with the Ravens to get that done. And but I'm not so sure that he's there yet because, like I said above, there's still time for him to wait a little bit longer. So buckle up because the negotiating posturing may continue for a little bit longer. Still to come here on The Vault, Adam Pacman jones who's become a reliable source of information on all things DeAndre Hopkins in recent months. He doubled down on what he had to say about the Ravens and D-Hop earlier this week. So stay tuned for that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Bobby, there's been no shortage of reporting related to DeAndre Hopkins this week, and Wednesday was no exception. Yeah, Sarah, and just a review, I recognize that there's no shortage of smoke screens this time of year as well, but this, in a way, I think we both feel this way, like it feels different a little bit, doesn't it? Like, so far, we've heard from a former player, a close friend of D-Hops and Adam Pacman jones a current player who was nearly a Raven last month in Darius Slay. And I know he didn't specifically mention D-Hop by name, but the timing makes you wonder. And a former NFL executive who remains very tied in within NFL circles in Michael Lombardi. So those three, it just feels like the momentum seems to be building ahead of next week's draft. Yeah, and as we titled Wednesday morning's vault, where there's smoke, there's fire. And given the history regarding Baltimore's past interest in Hopkins prior to Houston's trade that sent him to Arizona, it certainly makes you wonder if something really is going on. But, Bobby, you mentioned that Pac-Man doubled down on some of his comments from earlier this week. So tell everybody, what did he have to say? I mean, he basically just further emphasized the possibility of D-Hop and the Ravens potentially coming together with this. Our source says have said that there's a chance D-Hop still ends up in Baltimore, right? Yeah, that's what our sources said. It's, it's a strong possibility. Oh, strong. Strong. Really? Yeah. Strong yeah. possibility. Strong possibility. Hold on, now that's breaking. That's yeah. an update. I'm sorry. Go ahead, AJ. That's breaking news. Strong, strong possibility? Whoa. Is this strong possibility mean that Lamar is probably going to be there, Pat? I can't speak on I'm just... My source says it's a strong possibility. Now, Sarah, in all fairness, the Ravens clearly aren't Hopkins' only suitor. Matter of fact, they were one of, what, five total teams rumored to be in on him, which Pac-Man accurately referenced last month. The Bills were another one of those teams, and much like he did for almost a year with Odell Beckham Jr., Buffalo star pass rusher Von Miller continues to insist that his team, those Bills up in Western New York, they aren't out of the running just yet. Word on the street that we might be getting another big Tom weapon. Oh, you know, we oh. missed out on OBJ. It's, a, it's another big, it's another big weapon out there. If you get him, Whoa! Davis, <laughs> Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox, Damian Harris, and and and, and Cook and. And all the guys that we got on offense, man, with this defense, we just picked up Taylor Rapp. He's super versatile. He can play nickel. He can play safety. Man, we got we got a great team coming in, man. Everybody else in our division got better. The, the Jets got better. The Miami Dolphins got better. And the New England Patriots got better. And we got better as well. Yeah, and earlier this week, Miller went as far as to say that D-Hop told him point blank that he wants to be a Bill. So... Let the bidding war between Buffalo and Baltimore begin, I guess. Don't you just get this sense that we could once again be in for a drama-filled opening night of the draft next Thursday? We're going to have to just wait and see, but something tells me that's what we have in store. And, of course, you and I are going to be full go that night, Thursday, April 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern to midnight, live streaming right here on The Vault, on my personal channel, on your Twitter, across all platforms. Looking forward to it. But before we jump to topic three, the Ravens did re-sign wide receiver Tariq Black on Wednesday. 
Black spent the last week of the 2022 season on Baltimore's practice squad after going undrafted in 2021 out of Michigan. He stands 6'3", 217 pounds, and he'll now have a chance to compete for a role in 2023 as a member of the team's 90-man offseason roster at this current point in time. Okay, Sarah, the Ravens finally wrapped up their top 30 visits to the castle this offseason with various college draft prospects, which included six receivers and five cornerbacks in total. That's according to Walter Football's meeting tracker, but we know those are clearly their top needs roster-wide, so it makes sense they visited with players from those positions the most. But there was one curveball that was thrown on Wednesday, and I know you have some information on that. There indeed was a curveball, and that curveball came in the form of Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Here's Ian Rappaport on that. And speaking of quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson has had quite a journey visiting with, I think, basically all of the teams who might end up potentially taking a quarterback in the first round. We'll see where he ends up going. My guess is sooner rather than later, but that has not stopped teams like the Baltimore Ravens from having interest in having him visit. That top 30 visit is happening today on the last day teams can have visits. Will he be available at 22 for Baltimore? It certainly seems hard to fathom, but considering they have some uncertainty at the quarterback position surrounding Lamar Jackson, perhaps you've heard, uh, this is smart by Baltimore to at least take a look. A couple things here, Bobby. Without Lamar under contract, I agree that they have to look at quarterbacks in the draft, but do I think they are seriously considering Richardson? No, I don't. The Ravens use these visits as a smokescreen sometimes. Now, remember, the Ravens never had Lamar in for a visit in 2008 because they didn't want anyone to know of their interest in him. And while I do think it's possible that the Ravens grab a quarterback in the later rounds, because don't forget, Tyler Huntley technically isn't under contract either because he also hasn't signed his tender yet. So, yeah, so maybe a guy in the later rounds, but... I think it would have a dramatic ripple effect if the Ravens actually took Richardson or another late first rounder like Will Levis. Now, the folks at Good Morning Football discussed the message the Ravens would send if they did something that big. It's tough for the Ravens and what they represent and what he means to that region mm -hmm. to say to their fans, we drafted Will Levis in the first round. I know. Um, but I, know. I, I don't think they want to. But I think they they draft Will Levis in the first round. They're, they're out of Lamar Jackson. They're business. done. They're moving on. Like, it's over one way or another. You don't draft a guy and then just not. And you say to your fans, we tried our hardest. We did everything we possibly could, and we didn't want to be left with nothing at quarterback. Mm. Yeah, I agree. The message would be that the Ravens would be moving on from Lamar and Hey, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't think that the Ravens are there right now. They are adding pieces to try to compete for a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson this season. That's what their actions are saying by going out and getting OBJ and trying to get DeAndre Hopkins. And I believe those actions. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this from the scores, Jordan Schultz. The Ravens reportedly hosted University of Texas at San Antonio cornerback Corey Mayfield Jr. for a top 30 visit on Wednesday. Mayfield Jr. earned first-team All-Conference USA honors, and he recorded three picks, 16 passes defended, six tackles for loss, and three sacks. In other news, Ravens wide receiver Rashad Bateman shared video of him training on his Instagram page recently. 
Remember that Bateman underwent surgery on his Liz Frank injury back in November, so it was positive news to see him back running and getting ready for the 2023 season. And all reports so far from the team have been positive. And finally, despite being sidelined all of last season, Odell Beckham Jr. remains one of the NFL's biggest off-the-field stars. According to Fanatics CEO Michael Rubin, OBJ was the second best-selling player jersey across the entire NFL last week. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. With your membership support, you'll help keep us churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Joel Harmon and Alan Jay. We appreciate you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today. But be sure to mark your calendars accordingly on Thursday, April 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be live streaming across all of our social platforms, of course, to cover opening night of the 2023 NFL Draft for all things Ravens. Ravens.